welcome back to the Bug and a Rug podcast. As always, I'm Kaylin. As usual, I'm Whitney. And today is our very special episode. Very special episode? <laughs> They're all special. <laughs> I was going to say, why is See this See what one? I did there. Why is this one more special than normal? Is it? No. I don't know. I didn't write the story. I mean, I don't think it's any better than any of the other ones. Oh, don't sell yourself short. <laughs> I'm not saying it's bad. We haven't recorded it yet. What I'm saying is, I like all of our children equally. You're right. Have you seen that TikTok where the guy goes, he's like, hell yeah, I love one of my children more than the other. The oldest one broke an $8 lamp the other day, and you would have thought she shot me point blank range. She is such a sweet little girl. He's like, the younger one came to me yesterday and said dad i took a poop behind the couch <laughs> and i looked at her and i said you walked down a flight of stairs past two bathrooms took your pants down your pull-ups down squatted and took a poop behind the couch he's like she's a psychopath <laughs> and then came back up the stairs to tell, tell him about it yeah. oh my god that tiktok is so funny to me oh Oh, they're lit. I don't know. He didn't show them, but they're little. Oh, good, good stuff. Good stuff. Mom, dad, tell us who's your favorite in the comments below. <laughs> if you have kids, tell us about your favorite child. Yeah, tell us about your favorite child. <laughs> you won't. You. Oh my goodness. So, to have you written a story that's going to keep me up at night? No. <laughs> Is that an I don't know or is that a no? Wait, ask me again. Are you, did you write a story that's going to keep me up at night? Nah. (laughs) Nah, 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 nah. nah, I ain't about that. I mean, listen. I'm going to tell you why I picked this story. You're going to know. But then, like, we're going to really talk about it because the, uh, uh, we'll just get there. We'll get there. Oh, Oh, wow. Okay. So. This story, I was scrolling through Facebook, as I am wont to do, and I saw, nobody sent this in, but I did see somebody post about this. So, you're stealing their ideas? No, they shared a picture with a small caption, and I was like, ooh, whole episode. Who was it? Holly. Oh. Oh, geez. (laughs) So, I don't think you would have seen it. Oh, I don't get, I'm friends with her, I think. Whitney, I don't know, I don't. The only reason I get on Facebook is to check our bug and a rug notifications. <laughs> and then I do it too. Anyone who tries to reach out to me on Facebook through Messenger, I'm sorry. I'll get it a month later. I feel really bad when I do that, but I just don't. Yeah, sorry, Cousin David. I've been re- relaying the messages from you. Yeah, to I just don't look. I don't know. It's okay. I take care I don't care have of it on my thin. That's the problem. I take care of it. Yeah, it's okay. you got it. So anyway, I'm going to say thank you, Holly, for this idea, even though she didn't tell me to do the story about sure. it. Sure. Okay. That makes sense. Give credit where credit's due. Yeah. So we're going to go to Clearwater, Florida in 1948 for this episode. Clearwater, Florida. I don't know. I know. Because I hadn't heard of it. Is it about water? Is it about the water? N- no. <laughs> really know. I'll let you be the judge. <laughs> so we're going to Clearwater, Florida, which at this time in 1948 
was a, quote, small town of 15,000 people. Probably for Florida. Small for Florida, but 15,000 people seems like a lot of people to me. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, I literally put, doesn't seem small to me. Wow. <laughs> in my notes. Okay. You're just coming to Florida then, I guess. <laughs> We're all coming to Florida. <laughs> at this Florida, point. I didn't say anything about you. <laughs> Florida, on the other hand. I'm not coming at him either. I don't understand. <laughs> Do you know that, like, somebody had to explain to me that that was his name? Oh, I still forget. I don't even know why it is that. Is he from Florida? I think so. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> so, 1948 in February, some people noticed some strange footprints on the beach in Clearwater, Florida. Hmm. People footprints? So it does have to do with the water. Can you <laughs> just... Sorry. Hold on. Sorry. Just let me. Whose story is I'm this? I'm excited. I'm getting excited. So instead of flocking to the Florida Florida beaches for swimming and surfing, people were flocking to see these footprints. Okay. So it wasn't just human footprints. It could have been really big. <laughs> well, so these mysterious footprints happen to have three toes, be okay. 14 inches long. 15 inches across. That doesn't seem that big. They're square. (laughs) It's a square foot. Stop. The size of a bread box. I don't know why you're trying to explain it to me. That's pretty... I'm explaining to myself because when I was thinking, wow, they're pretty big. And then now that I'm reading it, 14 inches is like a little over a foot. Yeah. Anyway. They were strange because they had three toes and sank pretty far into the sand. Okay. Um, mm. So they were looked like they were made by something heavy, but nothing in that area could had feet of this size. So people said they looked like they could have made, been made by a sea turtle or an alligator, so like that kind of feet. What? But, mm-hmm. A sea turtle? Yeah, I don't understand why they said that, because sea turtles don't have that kind of feet. <laughs> you know, I read that and I was like, maybe I'm crazy for thinking. <laughs> Am I wrong? You're I thought sea turtles had flippers. <laughs> I thought so too, but it, that's what it said. Okay, okay. I think so. Maybe the way they dragged themselves, it like kind of. Um, we're gonna give them the benefit of the doubt. One article said it looked like a giant sea turtle, and the other one said alligators. I'm thinking more alligators. Yeah, I would think alligators have like the pointy toes. Not three though. Sea turtles have flippers. Right? Yeah, that's okay. what I was like when they drag themselves along. Okay, anyway. So they were also four to six feet apart, which made oh. it seem like they were way too wide of a stride to have been like an alligator. Yeah, even for if they sure. were like that big of a yeah. foot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Something's afoot here. <laughs> I just thought of that joke. It doesn't fit in this <laughs> particular spot, but anyway. If you would have said that at the beginning. <laughs> Continue. Oh, wait, let's recap, because we've gone back and forth a lot. <laughs> We're in Clearwater, Florida in 1948. February. In February. People went to the beach, and they saw these footprints that were... 14 inches long, 15 inches wide. I'm assuming at the widest part where the toes were. Mm -hmm. There's three pointy toes. Mm -hmm. They sink pretty deep into the sand. Mm -hmm. So it can't just be like a baby walking around. And they're about four to six inches apart, like wide, like right and left foot or four. Like that was the stride. Yeah. Uh, Okay. No. That's not what I'm saying, though. That's why I'm asking you. They're four to six feet apart, like, 
when I stand with my feet shoulder width apart. I have no data about them being together. It was like this being just walked. It didn't like stop with feet together. I don't know why width wise. Okay, thank you. That's <laughs> what I'm asking to clarify. Are we gonna fight? I explained it the one way and you're like, yeah, and then explained it the other way. So no. Okay, they're four to six feet walking. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they're doing lunges. Maybe. Okay. Continue. Okay. So these footprints were looked like they came up out of the water, followed along the shore for about two miles, and then went back into the sea. Okay. So uh, everybody was like, like I said, flooded the beaches just to look at these prints. Uh, people were able to, well, some biologists, I'm assuming, were able to go down and make a plaster cast of the footprint so mm-hmm. that they could, like, preserve one. Yeah. Experts said the creature must have been about 2,000 pounds to make such deep prints. I think this is another typo, because it's from the sea turtle article, and I think it's 200 pounds. It depends on how deep they were, I guess. Yeah, and I don't know that for sure. Yeah. I've seen pictures of them, but I don't It's gotta know. be heavy. It's heavy. I think it's not two tons heavy. Okay. But anyway... Uh, no one knew what could have done this because, like I said, nothing in the area looked like this. Right. Uh, the St. Petersburg Times, which is a new newspaper in that area, reported, quote, Are the tracks really those of some weird, gigantic animal, a water-dwelling monstrosity that time forgot? Yes. Oh, oh wait. Is that <laughs> rhetorical? <laughs> <laughs> that was just them being like, oh, ooh. <laughs> You want me to try again? No, I liked it. <laughs> um, this wasn't the only instance of these footprints appearing. They continued to appear in different areas, different places around the area. Okay. They were seen up and down the coast on nearby islands, and even a few miles north along the Sh- Suwanee River, S-U-W-A-N-E-E. But still, like, Florida. Yeah. Okay. It was all within the same, like, couple miles. Okay. But they weren't just, like... At this one beach area. Okay. So, um, there were even some prints found around a lifeguard stand that had been knocked over. (laughs) So the creature, like, came up and... was just scratching his side on it and, like, tipped it over. Maybe. Um, in this, like, debris of the lifeguard stand, some hair or feathers was said to have been found. Mm. The creature, or whatever was leaving these prints, was nicknamed Old Three Toes... (laughs) That's what I want to be called. <laughs> All three toes. Uh, because that's what Clearwater, Florida came up with. I Good. Suppose. Good for them. Um, now, at this point, no one had seen the creature. Right. Just the footprints. Just the footprints would be there in the morning. In July of 1948, so a couple months later, there were a couple of sightings. Okay. So students enrolled in the Dunedin Flying School, D-U-N-E-D-I-N, Flying School, said they saw a creature swimming near the Clearwater Bridge. It was like, quote, a furry log with the head of a large boar. Okay. I just don't understand how you say it. looked like log. Body-wise. Well, if it's not out of the water all the way, then it's probably its head sticking up and maybe, like, its back. Maybe, because it was swimming. Um, One couple said that they saw a huge furry beast waddling along the beach and disappearing into the ocean. Okay. No one saw it up close. Right. Now, so those were the only reported sightings that I could find um, in July. Okay. So in November of 1948, Ivan T. Sanderson took an interest in the reports of the creature. And old three toes. 
all three toes. Now, Mr. Sanderson was a zoologist mm-hmm. who his friends or people that worked with him said that he was constantly chasing stardom. So okay. he would um, wanted to discover the he next wanted big to thing. discover the next big thing. Yeah, he was known at the time to go on talk shows with some like furry animals, kind of like a Steve Irwin kind of thing. Sure. Is what he wanted to do. Sure, who doesn't? Right. So he actually coined the term cryptozoology. Oh, okay, sweet. That's and, what I was thinking when I thought you were going to say that that's what he did, but well, eventually. But, but eventually, he, yeah, yeah, he coined that term and said it is the pursuit of creatures of legend such as the Loch Ness monster. Sure. Now he heard about these footprints, and of course he's like, "Okay, I got to see this." Can I get a degree in that? Maybe, probably. I'm going back to school. Be like zoology, and you specialize in cryptid studies. Yeah. Be more of like a historical kind of a thing, probably. True, true. You're right. Okay, go ahead. Um, he was also considered a naturalist. He just liked being outside. Yeah. Now, he decided that he was the only person fit for the job of figuring out who Old Three Toes was. Sure, okay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, he studied the footprints and interviewed witnesses. He even dug up one print and took it home in order to continue studying it. I don't know how he did that. Don't ask me. Okay. I don't understand. Sure. I don't know if he, like, made his own cast. It Probably. literally said he just dug it up. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? So, um, after his research, he declared it was definitely not a hoax. How does he know that? Because he's a professional. Sure. <laughs> me too. <laughs> he even said that he spotted the creature himself as he was flying, I think, in a helicopter? Probably. Maybe a plane. I don't know. He's flying over the area. Mm-hmm. And he said it was 12 feet long, grayish-yellow in color, had large arms resembling flippers, and made big waves as it swam as if it had a powerful kick. I don't believe him. Would you let him be? <laughs> He's a cryptozoologist. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I don't, I am not saying that cryptozoology is not a thing, because it is. Clearly. Clearly. No, it, it really it is. is. Yeah. I just don't believe him. Why? <laughs> I don't know. Just have that feeling, you know? <laughs> now, he reported, or he decided, declared is the word that they used. <laughs> he declared that the most logical explanation was a species of giant penguin previously undiscovered that had wandered away from its natural habitat. What? <laughs> I was thinking, like, okay, a giant, like, beaver, you know? Or a giant something. What? A giant... And please, let's go back to the flipper thing. He said it has flippers. Does it have three toes at some point? Is he saying the arms are flippers and the feet are feet? Yeah. Okay. I don't... Okay. Just continue, because I don't even know what to say about this anymore. (laughs) Sounds like you have a lot to say about it. He said that the creature was possibly up to 15 feet tall, although when he spotted it, he said it was around 12. Yeah. But he said it, because of the way it sank into the sand and the body mass that, of the feet, the mass of the feet, it would have had to have been about 15 feet tall and heavy. It depends on how chunky it is now, doesn't it? Because it could be shorter and a little bit chunkier. Doesn't it? Yeah. Anyway, um, so he, these were not the only prints to be discovered, though. Not just in 1948. Okay. Uh, over the next 10 years, there were 
prints seen sure. in the area, but no more sightings of the creature that I found. Okay. Now, Sanderson's theory of giant penguins, it seems crazy, but there were giant penguin-like creatures who existed prehistorically. Yeah, there's a lot of giant blank type of animal that existed previously. That's why I went to beaver. Yep. <laughs> I just think that penguin's a little... Uh, okay, anyway. Why? Does he think that these were around here, during, like in Florida? No, I'm just telling you some of the things that could have been. Okay, sure. I'm saying at one time there were. Yeah, the sea was crazy, though. That's what I'm saying. It had like a bunch of... Yeah, and he was saying that maybe some of them survived and we just didn't find them yet. Okay. So, now that you're thoroughly convinced. <laughs> um, now, prehistorically, again, some of these existed, but they were not alive at the same time period as humans, as far as we know. That we know of. So the late Eocene era and the early Oligocene area, which was about 45 to 33 million years ago, mm-hmm. was the last time that I could find that there were these giant penguin-like creatures. creatures. How did they know these creatures existed? Like were fossils found? Yes. Where? Getting there. Okay. I was like, in Florida? <laughs> no. Why didn't that why? The uh, old three toes was out of its habitat. It wasn't where it was supposed to be. Old three toes is stressing me out. That's all I gotta say. You? Can you imagine seeing the footprints? <laughs> true. You're right, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're true. I'm being selfish. <laughs> now, the habitats around Antarctica and New Zealand were the most common places that fossils have been found. So in New Zealand, there was the New Zealand giant penguin, which right. was... Great name. Pachydipetus ponderosus. Got it, one. <laughs> P-A-C-H-Y-D-Y-P-T-E-S, space, P-O-N-D-E-R-O-S-U-S. Mm-hmm. Probably, it's fine. That's that's how I thought it was spelled. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Could have just asked. <laughs> How do you think you spell Anthropornis Nordenskjoldi? Okay. Can you use it as a sentence, please? <laughs> a N T H R O P O R. I forget how you said the rest of the word. Anthropornis. N U S. N I S. Very oh. close, though. And then Nordenskjoldi. Yeah, I got nothing. N-O-R-D-E-N-S-K-J-O-E-L-D-I. That's probably pronounced in some wild, like, other way. Maybe. But anyway, those in particular were found in Antarctica and New Zealand, and the Anthropornis were said to have weighed around 200 pounds. Okay, so it kind of fits the bill of... What we're talking about. What the description that they thought it was. Yes. Okay. Now, uh, other giant penguin-like creatures were talked about in Jules Verne's novel, Journey to the Center of the Earth. Okay. So I've never read it, but I've heard of there's it. There's, like, a movie about it. Too, yeah, yeah. So, they were something that people knew about. Right, right. Not in Florida. Yeah, it's that's what not I was... their habitat. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. I was looking up where New Zealand was. Guys, it's not near Florida. Well, tell us where it is. <laughs> it's like, if you're looking at a world map, which I am, it's like t- below to the right of Australia. Southeast? 
Yeah, if you're looking at a world map. No, I'm just, I'm sorry. Is it to the southeast? Yes. Yes. You needed it in southeast. You couldn't go to the right and down a little bit. I was trying to get it to where I could say weast. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Okay, interesting. So he just thinks that some of them migrated to Florida? Accidentally. Okay. Get it out. I'm not convinced. (laughs) (laughs) I think it would be more likely to have, like, a giant... Because, like, there were sea creatures that were huge versions of what we have now, so I'm sure there was a type of giant alligator that we had before, so, like, that would make more sense in my mind than a giant penguin. That's all I'm saying. No. Okay. All three toes is a penguin. All three toes. <laughs> if I ever work at a zoo with penguins and I get to name one, you know I'm naming all three toes. <laughs> What was the thing? We heard that comedian and he said that he was at the zoo or the aquarium. And they Sweetie, were you need to talk into the mic. They were at the zoo or the aquarium and he was walking through and the lady was like, and here are our gay penguins. Yeah. And he said, I'm sorry, what? I'm sorry, what? Why did we like, do the tour of the rest of it? He's like, why did you show me anything yeah. else? And she said, well, these are our gay penguins. And then he said, well, can you tell the difference between a male and a female penguin? Mm-hmm. Because most people can't. And apparently neither can Can male penguins. (laughs) They fell in love. And they mate for life. Yeah. So, super cute. But anyway, this giant penguin is just trying to find love. I mean, he likes long walks on the beach. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Maybe he's retired and that's why he moved to Florida. (laughs) Why you knock over the lifeguard stand? He was just scratching his back. It was an accident. You know? Yeah. So, um, Sanderson, the cryptozoologist, mm-hmm. went on to write books about Bigfoot, UFOs, and the Bermuda Triangle. Okay. So, he's well known in the cryptozoology slash strange occurrences yeah. world. world. Yeah. Um, and he has followers that believe, like, what he said mm-hmm. is what happened. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I'd have to... I would believe him if they took the cast and, like, matched it with the like a fossil. fossil. Um, and I don't know if they ended up doing that. I'm sure that they tried, but I don't know if they had access to, like... Yeah, 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 yeah. Those fossils. Right. I'm really hating on this guy. <laughs> well... Sorry. I'm gonna make it worse. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. No, I mean, it's not bad. It's bad for him. Okay. But it's not that bad. So... In 1988, okay, let me back up. So, he actually died. Okay. In 1973. Okay. Okay. So, from 1948 to 1958, there were still sightings of these footprints. Right, yes. Sanderson died in 1973. Okay. 15 years after his death. Yeah. A man who was a reporter for the St. Well, I don't know if it was a man. A reporter for the St. Petersburg Times was interviewing local missionaries about the topic of the Clearwater footprints. Footprints. All three toes. Yeah, all three toes. Just like, oh, tell me, do you You were here this? at that time. Do you remember what happened? Yeah. And they said, yeah. you should go talk to Tony Signorini, S-I-G-N-O-R-I-N-I, and ask him what he's been hiding. Oh, Tony. <laughs> Tony. Tony. Is he part of the mafia? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe the Mott Fito. 
<laughs> thought that was going to be better than No, it was not good. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> so the reporter went to Tony's automotive, rep- automotive repair shop. Of course where he, he worked did. with his son, Jeff. Okay. His name is Jeff. Jeff. My name's Jeff. And he said, what are you hiding, Tony? He just went up and said, what are you hiding? He said, I was told to ask you what you've been hiding. Oh, no. Okay. So Tony walked over. First of all, I'm thinking gun. (laughs) Tony walked over and pulled a box out from under his workbench and revealed two feet. Oh, I knew it. That son of a gun. Man, I thought you were going to be like, gasp, a creature's feet. They were iron feet. Yeah, I assumed they were fake. (laughs) With three toes each. And then he told the reporter the truth. That what's-his-face that I didn't even remember what his name was because I knew he was a liar. Oh, no, he died believing what he said was right. Really? I thought you were going to say that that guy paid this guy to do it. (gasps) Listen to me. Oh, no. Would you listen? Would you listen to old Tony's story? I take back what I said. three toes. Oh, Tony three toes. <laughs> That's what they call him. We lost the other seven. <laughs> wow, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It could have so, been four. He lost he has three toes on each foot. Oh, so he lost four. <laughs> yeah. This is a lot of math. <laughs> so Tony said this isn't necessarily a quote from him, but I'm saying it, that Tony said, if people would have ever actually spotted old three toes, they would have actually seen Tony Signori stomping around the sand wearing 30-pound three-toed shoes. (gasps) Nuh-uh. Tony and his boss, Al Williams, at the Auto Electric Automotive Repair Shop created this hoax. Williams was a well-known prankster in the area. He had recently seen a photo of dinosaur footprints from National Geographic magazine, and decided to make his own. So he said, hey, Tony, you work for me now. He already did. He already did. (laughs) (laughs) So they used their tools in the auto repair shop. He said, Tony, I'm going to make you an offer you can't refuse. (laughs) It's from The Godfather, right? I don't know. The only, I've never seen The Godfather, but they reference The Godfather in Zootopia. (laughs) It's like a mole when he gets. You came here on the day of my daughter's wedding. Came here on the day of my daughter's wedding. Okay, anyway, so... With a giant penguin. Al Williams told saw these dinosaur footprints in National Geographic. Mm-hmm. So he went to Tony, mm-hmm. who was his friend, because he worked for him, I'm mm-hmm. assuming. And they got together and decided to make these fake feet. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So they used their tools in the auto repair shop and designed feet to try and match the photos that yeah. Al had seen. Mm-hmm. They fabricated them from uh, cast iron, or they cast iron into I got his it. feet. Sure. They are made of iron. They took cast iron pans, melded them down. Can you do that? <laughs> do I look like I know if we can do that? <laughs> can you let me get to the best part? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go. They then bolted them to a pair of high-top tennis shoes. Nice. <laughs> I'm picturing Converse. They, I think they were. From the pictures, they looked like it. Um, not boots. Like, why not boots? Like That's all they had. Maybe. They rode a boat offshore in the middle of the night. Tony strapped the shoes on his feet, and he said, I, he called them Denny the Dinosaur Feet, because he was. they were trying to make it look like the there was dinosaur. a dinosaur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But he said, uh, I strapped on the shoes of Denny the dinosaur and hopped out of the boat. Then he would wander along the beach for about two miles, go back into the water, and get mm-hmm. back on the, the boat. boat. Okay. So, uh, while he was walking, he would balance on one foot mm-hmm. and swing his leg back and forth to get momentum and then leap yeah. and do the other footprint because he's trying to make the stride seem right, as wide as possible. Yeah, that makes sense. They're kind of remi- It kind of reminds me of like the what people wear in snow, like the snowshoes that they mm-hmm. strap on. Let him pass. Thank you. Okay. Cooper had to do a walkthrough. It's all good now. <laughs> so this took a lot of stamina because each one was They're 30 heavy. pounds. Yeah. And he had to like swing and leap. Right. For almost two miles. Mm-hmm. But then he'd get back in the boat. And then the next morning, they would find, people would find prints in the sand. Yeah. And if they felt like, mm, we put them in an area where people might not notice them. Yeah. They would actually get some of their friends to call in the reports for them. Really? Wait, so this was like a big thing? So their friends knew that this was fake? Some of their friends and family did. Okay. And people on the island, some of them did, because, like, the missionaries found out about it. Right. (gasps) That's wild. (laughs) So the secret was safe for 40 years. No one said anything? Wow. I mean, it's a fun prank, I guess. I probably Well, no one told the newspaper. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Al Williams died in 1969 or 1970. I've seen both. Okay. Um, And then uh, I've Sanderson, the cryptozoologist, died in 1973. Yeah. And Tony just didn't tell anybody. Yeah, I mean, why would you? I mean, you? he told people, but, like, he didn't, like, go to the newspaper. But it's, like, like oh, years later, though. Like, mm-hmm. why, you know, it's a fun joke with your friends, and then, why I mean, would why would you? It's not, a, it's not, like, a huge deal, I guess. Like, nothing bad happened, so. Tell that to the lifeguard stand. <laughs> yeah, did they knock the lifeguard stand over? Yeah. Oh. That's kind of rude. I mean, I think so. They could get charged. No, the statute of limitations is definitely up for that. So I did see, I couldn't find which resource it was, but one of them that I used did say that they were like, should we charge them for something? For what? And then they're like, nah. For what? How could we? For having a good time? (laughs) I don't know. Disturbing the peace. (laughs) So anyway, uh, Tony just decided to reveal the truth when the guy asked him. Uh, he had shared some friends and family over the years, but really was like, I don't need to tell the public about yeah. this. Like, it's not necessary. Uh, and he still had those metal shoes. Like, he showed them. He right. would give them to his son and let him try them on. And his son said, I put them on one time a few years before this all came out. And I went, quote, over my butt. <laughs> so I think he was trying to do the, like, swing yeah. your leg and jump thing. And he just, like. Well, they're so heavy and you do it wrong. Yeah. Like, so he fell. Yeah. Um. Uh, Tony actually put them on and wore them for some photos mm-hmm. and went and, like, did a demonstration mm-hmm. so the new- newspaper could say, like, yeah. okay, yeah, this is the same. Right. And, the uh, prestige! The prestige! <laughs> finally! <laughs> um, now, uh, unfortunately, Tony did pass away in 2013 mm. at the age of 91. Ooh. But he was, like, in his 20s when all this, yeah. like, happened originally. I wonder how... Uh, uh, muscular his legs were. They had to have been, like, yeah. crazy. He had to be pretty fit. People didn't see his calves and things. I know, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Hey, Tony, you're not skipping leg day. <laughs> I'm not skipping all three toes day either. Three toes day. <laughs> anyway, um, in Tony's obituary, 
his family said he was a World War II fight, flight engineer and a pillar of the St. Cecilia Catholic Church, and, quote, Tony was famous for being the Clearwater Monster, a hoax that made national news. Yay! <laughs> uh, Jeff, Kurt, his son, currently has the famous feet. Mm-hmm. Several historical organizations have approached him and asked, can we display these right. in our whatever museum or yeah, whatever they have? Yeah. And he said, I've turned them down because my dad wanted the feet to stay in the family. <laughs> oh my god, yes. He has his father's feet. I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, I like he, it. He did take them down to Honeymoon Beach with a documentary crew who wanted to get some shots of, yeah. like, making prints in the sand. Sure. Uh, they were filming a documentary about the hoax. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this ever came out or if it was just like a local thing. Right. Uh, his, one of his nieces, one of Jeff's nieces, mm-hmm. was with him. And he's like, I don't know, maybe I should donate him. I don't know. And she's like, no, I called Dibs. Did, yeah, she, yeah, I was going to say, they can't leave the family now. He still has them, as far as I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of Ivan Sanderson's followers think this is all a cover-up. Really? I mean, yeah. They're like, he knew what he was doing. Yeah. Um, In the Chronicles of the Strange and Uncanny in Florida, author Greg Jenkins says, there were eyewitnesses, including Sanderson, who said that they saw this creature. True. But there weren't that many. The St. Petersburg Times, this newspaper that, like, covered most of this. Yeah. They broke the story. Right. They asked three separate biologists, they consulted them, and the all these biologists believe that the sighting uh, that Sanderson himself had mm-hmm. was of a manatee. Sure. Okay. And that like the sun They're hit it gray. in a way. Yeah. Yeah. That it looked like mm-hmm. it, like had a yellow sheen sure, to it. Sure. But they're like it could have easily been a manatee. Yeah. So they think like it was clearly a hoax. Mm-hmm. He just never knew. Mm-hmm. And he did his best to investigate it, but like yeah. it was a well kept secret. I mean, I do feel bad that he got caught up in the joke, but also maybe it was a good thing because it kind of pole vaulted his career. You know what I mean? And like yeah. after that, he went on to write many books about mm-hmm. other cryptids and like gained a following and things like that. Mm-hmm. So he kind of got what he want- wanted yeah. in the way of fame. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if he necessarily started with the Clearwater monster. Or if it was just one of the ones that he... Right, but it was a big part of his career as far as he's the only person that by name they Mm -hmm. talk about when this story is told. Right, right. Like, Ivan Sanderson, he came down here and he saw those footprints and he said... That it's real. Yeah. Yeah, that it's real. He declared it was real. (laughs) But, I mean, how many people do you know that can craft metal shoes? I know, that's funny. Like that. It was... I'll show you pictures and I'll post them for our listeners. But it's just funny. And... I wish I could be that. I wish I could be that, like, imaginative to try and pull something like that off. This guy reminds me of Papaw. Yeah, a little bit. Have we told the, like... We've told the attic story about Papaw. I have no idea. So, Caitlin was doing a history project about ghosts in Papaw's house. It wasn't about ghosts, What was it about? It was about Arthurdale. We had to pick... We had to get a partner, and mine was Ariana, of course, because who else am I going to pick? Obviously, it's going to be Ariana. And we had to pick, like, a town... That we one of us lived in and do kind of like a little bit of history about the town, but then focus in on something specific. Mm-hmm. So we did Arthurdale because we both lived near there, mm-hmm. and 
we focused on like the types of houses that were built because during the um great depression yeah but they built houses yeah the new deal the new deal yeah they would like build different types of houses so we it was just one of the houses that we did but we turned into a little a little ghost hunt it was mainly on the house and they took dad's ghost ghost hunting equipment that we had got him upstairs because we all believe papa's house is haunted and uh they were upstairs and they heard this banging i wasn't there okay well you, tell it you were telling it <laughs> we went we went upstairs to the room that what we thought was the most haunted. So it was me, my dad, my mom, and Ariana. Because my mom was videoing us. My dad had the equipment and whatever. And we heard like a loud banging noise. And it, my dad's in the room and I'm in the doorway. And the stairs are like right next to this doorway. And we heard a loud banging. And I turn around and my mom and Ariana are like already downstairs. <laughs> like they don't want anything to do with it. And I was like taking a step. And my dad's like, where are you going? I was like, I don't like, I don't want to be up here. Like I'm not about this. Because the whole time we're like, you know, is there someone with us? Blah, blah, blah. Make yourself known. Make yourself known. And then we heard it again. And I was like, I like went halfway down the stairs and my dad's like, hold on. And he's like looking around and looking around. And he like looks up and there's like an attic door that pulls down and like the ladder pulls down with it. Mm -hmm. Well, my dad saw that it wasn't closed all the way and we found out that my papa had gone into the attic, tied a rope to the ladder, put Mm -hmm. it out the attic window down the side of the house, in through the living room window, underneath the carpet so we couldn't see it, that they had, and then up to his, like, rocking chair. So when we walked upstairs, he could pull the string, and then it would slam the (laughs) attic door shut so he could scare us. And he thought it was the funniest thing in the entire world. Mom didn't go back upstairs (laughs) after that. (laughs) Didn't, when you guys came downstairs, he was laughing. Oh yeah, he was laughing hysterically. Thought it was hilarious. It's like the best story because he. He's ridiculous. Grandma was so mad. She's like, he's been up on the roof all morning. All morning, yeah, getting this done. (laughs) And we're like, your boy, he would have been like in his 70s. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So he was up on the roof, rigging this up, yeah, just so he could scare him. It's ridiculous. But that's just like the that's the like old man spirit that I want, like to possess, and I just don't think I'll ever get there. Yeah, I want to be that imaginative. I don't think I can. I don't think like let's make metal shoes and make everyone think there's a crystal. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot of work, and they have to go out at night and make sure no one's there. And row a boat, and then oh my gosh, like have thirty pound weights. Yeah, swing. I wonder how long it took him to like walk the path. I don't know. I don't know. I wonder that. Yeah, and I just think it's funny that his son was like, I just like felt like I felt like yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, it's got to be heavy. That's funny. So I liked it. That's all I have. What do you think? It's a good story. I don't think that it'll keep me up at night because it was creepy because I really really enjoyed it but I think that it'll keep me up at night because now I'm just like well what else is a hoax that <laughs> people take these stories with them to yeah. the grave yeah that's true so I'm gonna tell you about another story but like not to do with this just because I think it's interesting when I was looking up other things that were like hoaxes okay. like big hoaxes that were pulled over on people one of the ones that I saw was this lady who she was pregnant said she was pregnant and when the doctor went she said she was in labor and they pulled 
rabbit parts out of her. Ew. And she said she was giving birth to rabbit parts. And um, eventually somebody was caught sneaking a rabbit into her room. And she admitted that she was poor and she thought she could make money if she was a sh- like somebody strange. And so she was putting these rabbits in her you would think, regime. You would think that like she would be caught off her witchcraft and set on fire. Is this past that time? I think it was past that time. Because still, that's gross and terrifying. It was nasty. And she had like a ton of doctors coming like, what is this? This is wild. Like, how is this happening? No, that's ridiculous. Anyway. So, um, I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, it was really good. I think I have heard of this. It sounds very familiar, Mm -hmm. but I wouldn't have been able to, like, tell the story. No. I was scrolling through Facebook, and I saw a picture of Tony, and it just said, man admits to hoax from 40 years ago. And you're like, oh my god. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? Oh my my god, God. he on X Games mode. He basically (laughs) was. was. He really was. (laughs) He really had a leg up on the competition. <laughs> I'm trying so hard. <laughs> I tried too hard. Well, we'll definitely post pictures of the footprints and his shoes. I'm assuming there's a picture of him oh, with the yeah. shoes. Yeah. We'll post them on our social media pages. So Facebook, uh, just bug in a rug, Instagram, Twitter, our at BIAR podcast. If you guys have ever made metal shoes and tricked people into thinking that there was a dinosaur in your hometown, let us know. You can email us, biarpodcast at gmail.com. DM us on any of those things. And if your grandpa has ever played a sick joke yeah, on you. Yeah, crazy joke on you to think that you're being possessed by the devil. No, <laughs> it wasn't that bad. It was at a different time. Like, I missed that one. Yeah. Um, yeah, let us know. Hit us up. Um, we hope everybody's doing, still staying safe, not getting too bored. I bought melt beads. We cleared them off the dining room table before we recorded. Perler beads. Perler beads. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If you guys ever have done melt beads, let us know. know. If you actually remember how to do them, send me instructions because I bet you don't. I bet your mom melted them them for you. you. Yeah, because we had to call my mom and make sure I was doing it right. (laughs) And I'm 24. And I'm 26, and I'm. But like, the package, the box that they came in, it's like a, it's like a set, right? So it came with beads and a tray and the paper and like a pattern, and then the back of the box, literally, it shows a picture of a hand like ironing the melt beads. But there's no instructions. It literally says, "Have an adult do this step for you." But doesn't say how to do it. But doesn't say how to do it. I was like, "What is happening?" And I'm 26, and she said, "Do you know how to do this?" And I said, "No." Mom does it. <laughs> yeah, mom melts them for us. Mom did it for us. I don't know. But it's okay. We figured it out. I just have a few steam burns here and there. Do you really? No. I mean... The cats almost got steam burns. <laughs> yeah, Cooper's being an idiot. We had to pull keep Cooper's bed over to the table next to the table so that he could sit and watch from yep. a safe distance. Yep. Just like everybody is sitting and watching their TVs to safe distance from everyone else. Absolutely. (laughs) And with that. And with that, we hope everybody is doing all right. We hope you enjoyed the story. Let us know if you did. We hope you have more than three toes. We hope you have more. I mean, if you don't, it's no big deal. It's okay. It's okay. It's all right. It's all right. Let us know. We'll call you old three toes. If you want your nickname to be old three toes, let us know. Do I have to have three toes to be old three toes? No, absolutely not. It can just be your nickname. (laughs) Never mind. I called dibs. (laughs) All right, well, I guess we're signing off. I'm Caitlin. I'm Whitney. Bye. Sleep tight.